In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Players Podcast. I am Sydney Supley, where I'm here for all of you past, present, and future players. This is a place where we keep it real and hear from athletes on who they are beneath the jersey and off the fields. Welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to be here with you all. This podcast has been a dream of mine and in the works for many, many years to come. And I am so excited to finally bring that dream to reality and to be here with all of you. This is a space where I just want to showcase all the amazing athletes that I will be bringing on this podcast and so many more, but really just shine light to who people are as human beings, you know, as athletes all the time, we're always showcased for what we can do on the field or on the court. But this podcast is really to shine light to who you are beneath the jersey So I am so excited to see the incredible guests that we will bring onto this podcast for all of you. I am here for all of your recommendations. But without further ado, I would love to just introduce myself, all of you who hopefully will be listening to me for weeks to come. You can get to know me on a deeper, more personal level. And one thing you will learn very quickly about me is I love to talk, right? No surprise there, journalism major. (laughs) But... Let's start from the very beginning. I was born and raised in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Go Packers. Unfortunately, this season has been a very, very tough pill to swallow. But besides that, I was born into an incredible family. They are very much the light of my life. My parents, an entire family, is very into the food industry. So maybe I will sprinkle a little bit of food on this podcast because a girl's got to eat and I love to eat. But besides that, softball has really been my one true love from the very beginning. My older sister, Carrie Supley, played college softball. So I was always around at her games and just knew that someday I wanted to play myself. And I can truly, truly say that I am living out my dream here at Northwestern University. I will get into the story of that commitment because buckle up. It was a crazy, crazy ride. So let's talk about softball. Growing up, I truthfully played every sport under the sun, from sailing to gymnastics, you name it. My mom signed me up for it. But there was always something about softball. And as I reflect, like, what was it about this sport? First, I truly believe it was the people, hands down. I have played and been coached under some incredible, incredible people. And what I will always be most thankful for from this sport is the relationships that has brought me. Secondly, if you've played softball or baseball, you know that the game is never over till the very last inning. And that is the most amazing aspect to me. Like there's no shot clock. There's no time clock, game clock. You can keep going and you are always, always, as long as you have the bat in your hands, have a chance to win. So the game is exciting until the very last inning, the very last out, the very last pitch. And I absolutely love that about the sport. But I have been on 
one heck of a journey with the sport, as you could say. Growing up in Wisconsin, not a lot of players really go on to play college softball. And frankly, I was told that I had to limit my dreams. And shout out to my wonderful parents who really just embraced my dream as their own dream and decided that nobody was going to limit my child. So at really around age 11, I started playing for a travel ball program in Chicago. Crazy enough, here I am recording this in Chicago today. And for how many years of my life and really almost my entire childhood from age 11 on, I drove every single weekend to either Rosemont, Illinois or Crown Point, Indiana, our two practice facilities for, I played for the Beverly Bandits for you Midwesterners out here. And my parents just committed to that. Every, every weekend we spent probably four to five hours, one way in a car, would practice and then turn around and drive right back. And so incredible. I am so, so blessed and fortunate that they were able to do that for me. And honestly, it made me so close to them because it's so easy in our day-to-day lives to be caught up with what we're doing, them in the restaurants, getting home late at night. I'm involved in school and friends and activities. But this time in the car was honestly so magical. And for any of you travel ball players or parents, you can understand what I'm talking to. And I cannot encourage you enough to really don't take that time for granted in the car. That is where some of my best conversations came from with my parents. And you're really just able to put the distractions of the world away and truly be present with who's in that car with you. So I wouldn't trade those drives for anything in my life. but. Anyways, back to travel ball. Beverly Bandits are a crazy, crazy program. They may be based out of Chicago, which I'm sure most of you are thinking Beverly, California. No, 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 not this one. Based out of Chicago is really their home base. And we have another sister teams that are based out of Ohio. But we had players from all over the country. I'm talking, we had girls flying in from California, Oregon, New Jersey, I mean, it was insane, the relationships I built. But it also meant as a really young child, all of my best friends were from different parts of the country. So going to school on Monday morning was a little odd because the people I wanted to talk to about the weekend were millions of miles away. So that was interesting to navigate. But it's been incredible to see the players that I played with, the women they are becoming. Oh my goodness. I'm going to bring some of them on the podcast for you. I mean, they are just tearing it up in SEC, Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC, everywhere. It's just been so, so incredible to follow. And more than anything, they're just amazing people. And that's the beauty of sports. And that's what I want to talk about on this podcast is, yes, we are athletes and we are training to be good at our sports. But what we're really training for and what we're learning about is how to be great at life. I mean, that's the most amazing thing. And especially for women, being a young girl who has grown up playing sports, you are learning so many lessons between one is who you are as an individual, like how to stand up tall and confident and understand that you are the best player on that field. And then you can go be the best person in that classroom. Then someday you could be the best person in your work environment, like that's what it's all about. It's just empowering young girls through sports 
that they are strong and they are courageous and they can do anything that they set their mind to. And the women that I will bring on this podcast, you will see firsthand how not only are they making a difference on the fields, but they are making a difference off the fields. And that's what it is all about. And to me, I really learned how incredible that aspect was, was when I was in high school. And for those of you who don't know, I mean, I was fortunate to be named Gatorade Player of the Year three times in not at all about this award. But the amazing part was the fact that we were able to get a donation to donate to anyone that we wanted to. And immediately I knew I wanted to give that money back to my very first ever program, the Oshkosh Raiders, a good local team that I started for that is where I really found my love for the game. And I cannot thank them. I'm forever indebted to them because this sport has brought me all of my greatest moments in life and it would not have started without them. So I knew I wanted to give the money back to them. But then I was like, you know, a check's only a check. It can buy you new bats and balls and those great things, but I want to give something back that's more permanent, more meaningful. And I started to think about growing up in Oshkosh, there was such a lack of softball fields, like high quality softball fields. We had the dirt and field with how many weeds propping up in the middle and kind of busted down nets. I mean, there was places we could play, but they weren't quality. And for the city that we lived in, it's such a beautiful city that I was raised in. We could do better, especially for our young girls. We could do better. And I wanted the young girls that grew up in my hometown to have it better than I ever had. So that is where my idea really sparked for building Oshkosh's first ever high-class softball fields. And with this courageous idea, I said, well, let me figure out some numbers. So I meet with the Parks and Rec Department. They come back to me and they say it would be roughly over $100,000 to make that happen. Now, my check was only so much and my bank account in high school was only so much. And let me tell you, it was nowhere near $100,000. And I realized that in order to pull this off, I needed a lot more people than just myself. And that is where the beauty of learning about how many people are willing to rally behind women's sports and young girls in the sport. So I just started going around and just sharing my vision and why I was so passionate about creating a softball field here in Oshkosh. And I did brunches and I hosted events and I went and spoke to different businesses. I wrote hundreds and hundreds of letters to people and business leaders all around the city and just said, hey, do you want to build something together that can impact the lives of young girls and young boys, because I made sure all the dimensions of this field would also serve young boys because why not empower both genders? Let's do something together that will truly make history in this town and be a place free of locks, a place where any kid can come to play at any time of the day at a high quality field and just go on the field and dream. That's what it's all about. Whether these kids wanted to play college softball someday they wanted to go on and be a lawyer or a businesswoman. They were able to step on that field and be empowered that a whole city came together to give them a field 
over $100,000. Like if they could do that, these kids would step on the field and realize they could do anything. This field was truly a field of dreams. And what started off as my dream became hundreds of people's dreams. And it took a little over two years and we raised, goodness gracious, over $120,000 now. And in my first year of college, I was able to come back home during an off weekend in the fall and cut the ribbon to this field. And it was the greatest moment of my life to just see these young girls there and know that they have this field to go to now. And now when I go back home over break, I just always drive by the field and I get the biggest joy seeing a young girl and her father on the field together, seeing a team running around and knowing that they don't have to pay anybody and they don't have to wait till the field doesn't have locks on it. Like they can go at any point. This field is for kids to dream all day, every day, whenever they want to. So that was my big moment in life where I realized this sport, any sport, can really change people's lives. And they've changed mine. And I just hope to empower other people to realize that sports is the gateway to accomplishing so many dreams, but to becoming the best version of yourself on and off the field. Now, how did I get here at Northwestern? Well, the journey started incredibly young, if I'm being honest. The recruitment process for me started really kind of end of sixth grade, beginning of seventh grade years, which I know sounds so crazy. And truthfully, I am very happy that the rule has now been changed where you have to be over a junior before you have contact with college coaches. But I would not change my process for the world. It worked out incredible for me. I'm just so thankful that I had amazing mentors around me that at a young age told me, what should I be valuing within these schools? And I had great leaders who kind of led me in the right direction because for me, Northwestern was the perfect fit from the best athletic opportunities, playing in the Big Ten, playing in the Power Five, but also academically. From day one, I knew my passion was in sports and I knew I wanted to pursue that in journalism, whether it was through writing, through speaking, through this. I had no idea, but I just knew that my passion lied in telling athletes stories. And that's what this podcast is really about. It's just telling athletes stories and getting to know the incredible layers beneath the jersey, but really into who they are as people. So Northwestern was the ones for me because they truly, truly showed that they cared about me and my family for who we are as people and then players second. And I mean, for all the other schools that recruited me, they did the same thing too. They were such wonderful schools that I am so thankful. They gave me their time and I have nothing but respect for them and their programs. But ultimately, Northwestern was my home and I committed at the age of 13, which is insane. At that point, my head coach, Kate Johan, her daughter was just turning one. And now I'm here and her daughter is like a young woman and it is mind-blowing to me and I still cannot comprehend it. But that was my recruitment process. And I definitely want to be talking about the recruitment process on here if people want any tips because I have lived it, I have seen it. And 
everyone's journey is their own journey. And that is the biggest advice I can get is just embracing that throughout this recruitment process, but even playing in life, like we all have our own journeys, but it's up to you to write your own story. And if I can be help in any way, I definitely want to be a help for people in that process. But basically, my whole middle school, my whole high school career, I knew where I was coming. That was Northwestern. I was excited. I woke up every day with motivation to get better, to become the best player and person I could be before I stepped foot on this campus. And, you know, since I have stepped foot on this campus, it has been even more of such an incredible journey. But I'll be the first to say that being a college athlete is no joke. And I will not sugarcoat it on this podcast. There is so many trials and tribulations that you go through. And, you know, you go through some painful, painful growth moments, but this is the place where I can truly say I have found myself. I have found how strong I can be. And I have become the woman that I could be. And a lot of that is due to the leaders that I have on my team. Kate Johan, there is not a woman who I inspire to be like more in my life than her. The way she captures a room when she walks in, you listen to hear her speak and you just believe you can do anything. You would run through a wall for her. So that is definitely someone who inspires me every single day alongside my teammates. I mean, the greatest thing about college, I could say is there's going to be so many times where you wake up and you think, how can I get through this workout today? And you're in the workout and it is absolutely kicking you. But then you look over and you see that you're not alone. And that's truthfully so impactful. And you realize you can lean on all these people and together you can take on any task, whether it's a really tough game, a really tough workout. You just become so ingrained with the mindset that you're not alone and you can do anything with these women that surround you. And that's what's so special about college athletics. But besides softball, I have found these past four years how much I love journalism. And that has been so exciting for me because all I ever really loved in my life was softball. But now I found this other passion of mine that I can say that I love just as much. And that's where this podcast has been born. And I have done so many fun things leading up to this, whether it's writing weekly blogs for my team that you can check out once season starts. It's posting around the bases where I'm interviewing athletes, walking around the bases, figuring out who they are as people. I'm doing behind the scenes videos with my team. I recently just shot a red carpet, little fun video you can find on my Instagram at Sydney underscore Supley, where I really just showcase who we are as a team, how we were all dressed up fashionably before we got our Big Ten championship rings from last season and World Series rings. That was a pretty, pretty special moment. But I just realized I love being able to talk in sports and this team has given me such a platform to do so. And I'm so thankful for this community that I built here for them just giving me a voice and allowing me to use my passions to be able to cover them. I have also noticed throughout my work experience, I started off in the beginning half of my college years writing for a company called Voice and Sport, which was I highly, highly recommend for young girls. It's a company who is basically 
set for empowering young girls, you will notice very much a theme with things I'm involved in are all about empowering young women. And that was amazing. And I was able to write for them a ton. And I learned so much. And I got to interview Olympians and professional athletes. And then most recently, I just started working for CBS Sports last spring, writing for them. And then this fall, I started doing digital content for their all-females show called We Need to Talk, where I am surrounded by these incredible female reporters. And I am just so impressed by them and how they're able to walk into such a male-dominated industry every day with their heads held high and just take over the sports world. So that has been what I'm currently also doing. So I know you're thinking, Sydney, when do you sleep? And the truth is, I don't really sleep a lot. (laughs) I will not lie there. I am a big morning person. I am up usually at 5.30 a.m. every day. I usually start off my morning doing work with CBS Sports for about three and a half hours. Now I'm doing this podcast and I get to be here with all of you to start off my day. And then I usually have practice or I have class, depending on which one comes first that day, which is around four hours each of that. You go home at night, reflect on all the amazing things you got to do. And then you do your homework and you go to bed and you do it again. And it sounds like a lot. It is a lot. There's some days where I'm sitting there looking at my to-do list thinking, how in the world am I going to get this all done? But I have this note that I have written actually right next to my laptop. And it's a little message that says, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And I truthfully believe when I wake up every day and I see that no matter what I have on my schedule that day, I just feel so fulfilled that saying, instead of looking at a, oh my goodness, I have so much to do today. It's wow, I get to do this stuff. And it has changed my mindset. And I highly, highly recommend anybody just embrace that mindset because when you go around thinking, I'm the luckiest girl in the world or the luckiest boy in the world, woman, man, whatever, all of a sudden you start looking at things from such a grateful mindset and such an open heart. And next thing you know, you're manifesting all these amazing things that are going to happen for you. And I promise that they will. But anyways, I am so thrilled to be with you all. This podcast is going to take so many turns. We're going to interview all the best people. Specifically this spring, we are going to focus on the softball players, what teams are coming off of great weekends, what players are doing amazing things off the field. There's going to be a million things you're going to be able to learn from all of them, including myself. And there's going to be some times where it is just going to be you and I hashing out whatever topic I feel like is going to be impactful for the day, but this is going to be an incredible journey that I cannot wait to experience with all of you. And thank you so very much for giving me this platform and for tuning in today. Listen, I cannot wait to be back with you very shortly. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. 
Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.